This is the weekly Bible lesson prepared by the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, Plainfield, New Jersey, United States of America. The lesson selections are from the King James Bible with correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. This Bible lesson is for August 15th, 2021. Subject, Soul. Golden Text, Psalms. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Responsive Reading, 1 Corinthians. As it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received, not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. The Bible Psalm My soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. Cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning, for in thee do I trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk, for I lift up my soul unto thee. Teach me to do thy will, for thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of uprightness. Quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake, for thy righteousness' sake, bring my soul out of trouble. And of thy mercy cut off mine enemies, and destroy all them that afflict my soul, for I am thy servant. Matthew And it came to pass, when Jesus had made an end of commanding his twelve disciples, he departed thence to teach 
and to preach in their cities. Then was brought unto him one possessed with the devil, blind and dumb, and he healed him, insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. And all the people were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow doth not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. And if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? And if I, by Beelzebub, cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judges. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, Go, and he goeth, and to another, Come, and he cometh, and to my servant do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled, and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you, that many shall come from the east and west, and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, 
so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the selfsame hour. Isaiah Wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear, and come unto me. Hear, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Ephesians Thus I say therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. But ye have not so learned Christ. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Romans There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. I will now read correlative passages from our textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. Soul has infinite resources with which to bless mankind, and happiness would be more readily attained and would be more secure in our keeping if sought in soul. The science of being reveals man as perfect, even as the Father is perfect, because the soul or mind 
of the spiritual man is God, the divine principle of all being, and because this real man is governed by soul instead of sense, by the law of spirit, not by the so-called laws of matter. The so-called laws of matter and of medical science have never made mortals whole, harmonious, and immortal. Man is harmonious when governed by soul. Hence the importance of understanding the truth of being, which reveals the laws of spiritual existence. Human thought has adulterated the meaning of the word soul through the hypothesis that soul is both an evil and a good intelligence resident in matter. The proper use of the word soul can always be gained by substituting the word God where the deific meaning is required. In other cases, use the word sense and you will have the scientific signification. As used in Christian science, soul is properly the synonym of spirit or God. But out of science, soul is identical with sense, with material sensation. Knowing that soul and its attributes were forever manifested through man, the master healed the sick, gave sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf, feet to the lame, thus bringing to light the scientific action of the divine mind on human minds and bodies and giving a better understanding of soul and salvation. Jesus healed sickness and sin by one and the same metaphysical process. Soul is the substance, life and intelligence of man which is individualized, but not in matter. Soul can never reflect anything inferior to spirit. Man is the expression of soul. The Indians caught some glimpses of the underlying reality when they called a certain beautiful lake the smile of the great spirit. The opposite and false views of the people hid from their sense Christ's sonship with God. They could not discern his spiritual existence. Their carnal minds were at enmity with it. Their thoughts were filled with mortal error instead of with God's spiritual idea as presented by Christ Jesus. The likeness of God we lose sight of through sin, which beclouds the spiritual sense of truth. And we realize this likeness only when we subdue sin and prove man's heritage, the liberty of the sons of God. Soul is the divine principle of man and never sins, hence the immortality of soul. In science, we learn that it is material sense, not soul, which sins. 
and it will be found that it is the sense of sin which is lost and not a sinful soul. Mortal man seems to himself to be material substance, while man is image, idea, delusion, sin, disease, and death arise from the false testimony of material sense, which from a supposed standpoint outside the focal distance of infinite spirit presents an inverted image of mind and substance with everything turned upside down. This falsity presupposes soul to be an unsubstantial dweller in material forms and man to be material instead of spiritual. Immortality is not bounded by mortality. Soul is not compassed by finiteness. Principle is not to be found in fragmentary ideas. In trying to undo the errors of sense, one must pay fully and fairly the utmost farthing until all error is finally brought into subjection to truth. The divine method of paying sin's wages involves unwinding one's snouts and learning from experience how to divide between sense and soul. Divine science does not put new wine into old bottles, soul into matter, nor the infinite into the finite. Our false views of matter perish as we grasp the facts of spirit. The old belief must be cast out or the new idea will be spilled and the inspiration, which is to change our standpoint, will be lost. Mortal mind must part with error, must put off itself with its deeds. An immortal manhood, the Christ ideal, will appear. Faith should enlarge its borders and strengthen its base by resting upon spirit instead of matter. We cannot build safely on false foundations. Truth makes a new creature in whom all things pass away and all things are become new. Passions Selfishness, false appetites, hatred, fear, all sensuality yield to spirituality and the superabundance of being is on the side of God good. The nature of Christianity is peaceful and blessed, but in order to enter into the kingdom, the anchor of hope must be cast beyond the veil of matter into the Shekinah into which Jesus has passed before us. And this advance beyond matter must come through the joys and triumphs of the righteous as well as through their sorrows and afflictions. Like our master, we must depart from material sense into the spiritual sense 
of being. Entirely separate from the belief and dream of material living is the life divine, revealing spiritual understanding and the consciousness of man's dominion over the whole earth. This understanding casts out error and heals the sick and with it you can speak as one having authority. Here now are our three daily duties by Mary Baker Eddy as given in the church manual. Daily Prayer It shall be the duty of every member of this church to pray each day, Thy kingdom come. Let the reign of divine truth, life and love be established in me and rule out of me all sin. And may thy word enrich the affections of all mankind and govern them. A rule for motives and acts. Neither animosity nor mere personal attachment should impel the motives or acts of the members of the Mother Church. In science, divine love alone governs man, and a Christian scientist reflects the sweet amenities of love in rebuking sin, in true brotherliness, charitableness, and forgiveness. The members of this church should daily watch and pray to be delivered from all evil, from prophesying, judging, condemning, counseling, influencing, or being influenced erroneously. Alertness to Duty It shall be the duty of every member of this church to defend himself daily against aggressive mental suggestion and not be made to forget nor to neglect his duty to God, to his leader, and to mankind. By his works, he shall be judged and justified or condemned. And from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy, page 442. Christian scientists, be a law to yourselves that mental malpractice cannot harm you either when asleep or when awake. Thank you for listening and let some truth from the lesson help you make it a great day. You may visit our website plainfieldcs.com for more information.